working with female business owners, it was just, there's just something about the energy and the way that working with creative women, you know, just what they design and what they create is amazing. And I was just blown away by it. I started documenting the questions that people were asking. I thought, if these clients are asking these questions, then there must be other people asking and looking for information as well. So Kitchen Table Empires was the result of this, and it's an ebook designed to be your business companion. Hi, and welcome back to Be The Girl podcast. Today, I'm thrilled to welcome Bronwyn Wendell, founder of Cloudhouse Consulting, to the show. Bronwyn created digital advisory firm Cloudhouse Consulting to provide services and advice that enables creative entrepreneurs to have clarity and freedom. Bringing structure to businesses for big picture growth without skimping on the details and working alongside clients and deep diving into the numbers is what Cloudhouse does. We chat all about Bronwyn's career path and how she became an accidental accountant to feeling the grind over time, which led her to designing her own path and creating a business that thrives on the relationships Bronwyn builds with her clients by engaging on a more personal level when it comes to numbers, plus her amazing ebook called Kitchen Table Empires. Let's get into the conversation. Good morning, Bronwyn. Happy Saturday. Welcome to Be The Girl podcast. Thank you for having me, Hayley. I'm really excited to be here. Fantastic. I'm very excited to have you on the show today. How has your Saturday morning been so far? Today's been a little bit left of centre. We actually had a swarm of bees turn up yesterday afternoon looking to make a new house. So they disappeared last night. (laughs) They've started coming back. So we've got those and a bit of reno work happening. So it was all happening here this morning. Sounds like a busy Saturday morning. (laughs) Well, thank you for taking time out at the start of your weekend um, to chat to me today. We have got some very interesting topics that I think are going to be very relevant to a lot of our community. Before we dive into it, though, I want to start with a quick fire question. Bronwyn, what is your daily non-negotiable right now in your daily routine? For me, it is definitely sleep. I have to make sure that I do get full sleep because otherwise, if I'm not looking after myself, then I can't look after my family and my clients. So it always has to go back to that looking after me first. Definitely. I love that answer because sometimes our brains can just go straight to like a, pro- a productivity um, tool or some like, oh, I must sit down and do my to-do list straight away every morning. So I love that you've included sleep as the like the foundation of your day because it really does make a difference. It, look, it does. And, and I think that's the thing. Like I know, especially with work, I know if I'm focusing for seven to eight hours a day I really I really need to be refreshed and ready to go absolutely it's so important to take care of ourselves first wonderful so we are chatting today all about your digital advisory firm called Cloudhouse Consulting an awesome and interesting ebook that you have created called Kitchen Table Empires And then also some general business advice and tips and what you've got planned for the rest of the year within your business. And then also personally, for those listening who may not know you, Bronwyn, tell me a bit about yourself. My name is Bronwyn Wondell. 
I'm based in South Australia with my husband, Paul. Between us, we have three kids and they're all forging their own little path in life now. So Zoe's in New South Wales, Zeph's in the NT and Mia is currently travelling around WA. I originally hail from New South Wales and I met Paul in Darwin and we've ended up in South Australia. When we both get time off from work, we love being on the water. So I find that when you're outside and you're doing something really physical, the tired that you get from that is wonderful and it makes sure that you have a really deep sleep. So it's something we are going to start doing more of again now that winter's getting over. And I started my professional career in my early 30s. I'd worked in hospitality and fashion previous to that. And I was working at a accounting firm as a receptionist and my boss asked to speak with me one day. And I thought I'd mucked something up, made an error. And when I went in to speak with him, he asked me if I was interested in studying accounting. I was, I was also sort of parenting at the time. So I just turned that idea over in my mind for a bit and thought about what have I got to lose? So I committed to doing one semester of study to see if I liked it and if I could get through it. And the more I got into it, the more determined I came to actually finish the degree. So once I finished my degree, I then studied to become a chartered accountant and then just worked my way through various firms in Darwin and in South Australia. And I got to a stage in 2017 where I thought there must be something a bit more. I remember going home and saying to my husband, oh, blah, blah, blah. And he said, well, put your money where your mouth is. And I said, what do you mean? He said, well, if you want to start your own firm, I'll, I'll help you. And I said, so that was it. It's been a huge learning curve. But now we get to work with incredible female business owners and make a difference in their lives. That's quite a journey. And starting your career as an accountant, you mentioned this to me when we were prepping for the episode, it wasn't the typical pathway, finishing school, going to uni and so on. But then from that, I think what I found really interesting was how you then took it that step further to really carve out and create a business from that career path that really lights you up and and as you said, helps female business owners. Yeah, I, it is It is something that I became quite passionate about when I was working in the firms because I found a lot of the time when I worked with female clients, they would say to me, oh, I'm so glad I got you because sometimes I don't understand what they're saying and I walk out and I'm not any clearer on where I was than when I walked in. They said, but with you, I can ask you the same question. And it doesn't matter how many times I have to ask it, you'll explain it to me and I don't feel dumb. So when, when I started hearing that and working, working with female business owners, it was just, there's just something about the energy and the way that working with creative women, you know, just what they, just what they design and what they create is amazing. And I was just blown away by it because there's no way that I could ever do what they do, but I can support them and help them in that role. Um, if, if I design something, it'd be a stick figure. So I'm always in absolute awe when I see what people can create. 
And that energy, I've also experienced that working with female entrepreneurs and business owners, that energy that you speak of, I've definitely can understand what, what you're saying. And um, yeah, it def- I think too, what I find in the work that I do, it definitely helps to motivate you as well, I think, and want to do the best work you can do as well. So I think it's, that's a really special part of working with uh, female business owners and entrepreneurs. Yeah, it definitely is. And, I, and that's the thing, I think probably that we are really lucky in our business that we can do that. Absolutely. When I was browsing on your website, there was a couple of things that stood out to me. And one of the headlines was enabling creative entrepreneurs to have clarity and freedom. And I think the clarity really stood out to me. And I think you've just reiterated it there with what you've mentioned about having that really consultative approach with your clients and ensuring that they're feeling comfortable and that they understand exactly what's going on in their business with their numbers. And then I also loved, we're here cheering you on from the sidelines the whole time. I thought, yep, that's what we need to hear. That's what we need. So yeah, that was, that was really great to read when I was preparing for today. So that leads me into talking about your advisory firm. Cloudhouse Consulting. So let's take a deep dive into what you actually do and how you work with your clients. So Cloudhouse is a digital, like digital advisory firm. We started in January 2018. So we work with creatives and we help them nail their numbers. So we found that with creatives, there can sometimes be a block when it comes to numbers. So we help them navigate this. And the way we do this is by explaining them or showing them showing them a picture. We find quite often people learn in two ways. They're either visual or they're a written person. So we work out how they absorb information and then we tailor our approach to what works best for the client. The services range from compliance and that means like your BAS or your tax we do budgeting cash flow business strategy we do advice sometimes it's a one-on-one session answering questions that clients have you know and they might ask us things like is why is why is this account on the balance sheet and not on the PL? like what does this terminology mean why do I have to pay tax That is a big one. When we first start working with clients, it's like, well, why do I have to pay tax? There's no cash in my bank account. Why do I Mm. don't understand why I have to pay tax? Where's the money gone? So it's helping clients understand their business and what the drivers are in that business. And the more that they understand that, then they can build and grow a profitable business. So our role is to streamline this process for clients so that they can understand exactly what's going on in their business. I find when people get to that stage where there's a pain point, so they've either started out and they've grown and they either need to look at employing or outsourcing work, they're going through a bit of pain there. So what we do is we can walk them through what it's going to look like outsourcing or what it's going to look like employing a staff member, what they'll need to do to document that, and then we can help them set it all up. Just making it a step-by-step process for them is what makes it so simple for them and just making sure that clients understand 
So say you have a new staff member come on, they're getting their documentation together and then we run through with them as well. So look, under tax law, you need to keep this employment documentation for five years, but under fair work law, you need to re retain that employee documentation for seven years. So mm. it's just making sure they understand exactly what their obligations are to mm. each government agency. Absolutely, because it can be a challenge for particularly for those in their creative field. And it's, it is a journey that's ever evolving and changing for business owners from that very starting point to wherever they are. It's, it's constantly changing and evolving, feeling like you've got that person you can go to with any question. It's really important. It is very important and there'll be the legislation and the way that things have changed over the last couple of years has been incredibly fast. There's been a lot of changes and there's a lot that's going on in this landscape. So the government, they've recently locked in director ID. So if you now are the director of a company, Within the next year, you are going to have to apply for a director identification number. So by 30th November 2022, you will need to have that in place. And what that means is that helps. It's going to be a new service. So it's going to be the Australian Business Registry Services. And it's a single platform administered by the Commissioner of Tax, but it's going to help all of those other agencies identify the directors. So it's going to, like, every time you're, you are linked to a company now, you'll need to put that number in so that people can trace you, so that agencies can trace you. And that is something that's going to change the landscape again as well. Mm, definitely. A lot, of, a lot of work mm. coming through in, with that. Now, people, people are going to have to apply for those numbers themselves as well. So that's going to create... A little bit of confusion when that comes in because people who are already directors now they have a year to do it but when you get to a certain stage next year they will have 28 days 30 days from the date that the company's formed to apply for those director numbers. Mm, that's quite a big change for directors and it's a very valid point, actually, because the, as you mentioned, the landscape has changed a lot and there's definitely more accountability when it comes to directors than what I think there used to be. So ensuring that you're across all of that in your business is critical. So, and I'm sure a lot of people <laughs> listening are writing that down right now. So there'll be changes. There'll be lots more information coming out about it. Yeah, absolutely. Amazing. So Bronwyn, let's take it back now um, to the start of your business journey. You did talk about it in your introduction, but I'd just like to revisit it now. It was quite an interesting journey and then the leap to start in Cloudhouse. Talk me through that, the trigger um, to start your own firm. You did mention you said to your husband, there's got to be more. So once you realised that, what did you do next? So it was in late 2017, I was working uh, with a large accounting firm and my role was to look after high wealth individuals and their related entities. So at one stage, I was looking after a client and there are about 60 entities in their group. 
and eight months of my year was spent attending to their tax and financial audit work. So the work was really challenging and interesting because they were involved across several industries. And the deadlines and stress involved were also challenging. So around November 2017, I was on deadlines to finalise tax work for the client. And it was at this time that I started getting urinary tract infections. And I went to the doctor and I got a script for the antibiotics and I took these for 10 days. And I, at the end of it, I still felt that something wasn't quite right. So I went back and I got another script and I, I took the antibiotics for another 10 days. And the same thing, I still had a UTI and still not completely right. And I'd started getting a low-grade fever, but I was pushing through to complete the work before we went away on our Christmas holidays. And I went back and I said to the doctor, to my GP, that I still had a UTI. So we changed my antibiotics and I went home and I started getting really unwell and I had a really bad reaction to them. So I stopped taking them put myself to bed and the next day I woke up and I felt we were flying to Adelaide because it was Christmas Eve so I got really packed and got ready to travel and by the afternoon when we went to get on the flight I was going downhill again but we got on the plane and then we got to where we were staying and I just went back to bed and the next day it was Christmas day I got up for about 10 minutes and went back to bed and Later that afternoon, I felt really, really awful and I'd been vomiting now for several days. So mm. Paul and my daughter Mia took me to A&E mm. and I ended up being admitted immediately and I was given IV fluids and injections to stabilise me. And the next day I went to a ward and then later on I was discharged and given a script again for the original antibiotics. And I went home and been home for about two hours and I got a phone call from the doctor at the hospital and he said the reason that I was so unwell is because I had urosepsis and what that means is that the urinary tract infection had actually spread because I was resistant to the antibiotics oh. so I ended up going back to hospital for four days being on an IV and then managed to get discharged to fly to Sydney and it took me six months to fully recover from that because I wasn't listening to my body and I think my body was telling me to leave that job so after I came back I resigned and left that and Cloud House was started in 2018 so I was able to take some time to build the business and in my head I wasn't building it as fast as I wouldn't have I would have liked to but I also had to heal properly and be well enough to start a business and serve people so that was a huge learning curve for me because I thought if I'm not looking after me, then I can't look after anyone else. That's why sleep is such a huge thing in my, in my life as well now. It's, it starts with looking after yourself first. I think when something like that happens, it's a huge wake up call and it really does make us assess what's going on, what's really going on and what, where are we unhappy and then how are we going to make that positive change? And it is, it's, and sometimes you think, oh, I can't, I can't walk away from this because they, they pay me so well and it's stable and it's reliable. But I think the trade-off is you can't stay there either because it's making it's physically making you sick or some places you might work in like the culture might be really 
really toxic as well. So mm. you do have to do what's right for you. Absolutely, because over time those things can, yeah, they don't go away. They, they'll end up affecting you in some way. So, yeah, definitely the right move for sure. And it was really interesting. Um, we were saying before we started recording that it's a small world. And I find that in my community, how uh, people are connected in so many different ways in just in our community. I did see that you work with Rochelle from Sable Row. And Rochelle's actually been on the show as well. Amazing episode and work that Rochelle does. What are some of the key things that your clients say help them the most when you're working with them throughout their various compliance, tax strategy, Q&A, all of those, those key services? Businesses because of their skills. So they are very good at doing something or they branch out or they discover a new field that they can work in. Most of, most of the people that start businesses don't have the financial skills to build a successful business. So you've either got to master those skills yourself or bring in people who have those skills. Now, sometimes some of our clients actually master those skills. Like some of our clients have huge appetite for learning and, and absorbing information and getting things working like streamlined so that's fantastic but when it comes to our clients the, the few things that we, we drill into them and help them work with is you've got to have a financial plan so you need to know where you're going you need to have a budget and you need to have a cash flow forecast see where you're going and when you do have your budget your budget break it down into 12 mini targets and when you have those mini targets break those down into 20 daily targets and be disciplined with each of those targets and follow through so if you are doing say you're doing your social media planning for the next 90 days you can incorporate these targets onto your social media as well like onto your planning if you are doing it so what your target is, you've got to hit each day and you focus on hitting that next target, whether it's to break even, hit revenue or a profit goal, you focus on that next target. And the biggest, biggest thing we help them do is to be disciplined. Because it can be very overwhelming when you're juggling a million things and then it comes to finance and tax and all of that thing. And then it can be like, oh gosh, now I have all of this to do or to think about. So I really identify with that, breaking it down into those mini targets. That's so helpful. It takes the overwhelm out of it. It does. And you, you find as well as when, when you work with clients as well, it is the things that they least like doing. They go to the bottom of the list. So if bookkeeping or tax or record keeping is something that you dislike doing, then it does. It goes to the bottom of the pile and oh, you do it when you absolutely have to. So I think if you can incorporate a service or a relationship where you don't have to do that and that's taken care of for you, but how your business is tracking, it makes a world of difference. Mm, that's a really good segue into chatting about your ebook that you've created and it's called kitchen table empires so what is the book all about and who's it for who can benefit from your ebook 
So there's currently a global trend occurring where people are, they're either exiting or they're downsizing their employment. So they're seeking less stress, greater flexibility and working in areas that they enjoy. I had a conversation with my Xero account manager last November and he mentioned that since March 2020 to November 2020, there have been over 150,000 ABNs issued. And I thought, well, that makes sense. That makes sense why we've had so many new potential clients contacting us and asking the same questions over and over. I think when we got to 10 people asking the same questions, I was like, what's going on? And then as we got to 20, to 30, to 40, I started documenting the questions that people were asking. I thought, if these clients are asking these questions, then there must be other people asking and looking for information as well. So Kitchen Table Empires was, was the result of this, and it's an ebook designed to be your business companion. Now, the book contains hyperlinks to information and websites. So you just go to a page, and if there's a hyperlink in there, you click it, and it'll take you exactly where you need to go. And the book's really handy whether you're just starting out or already in business. Now, the guide covers things like how much you should charge, structures, has a comparison of structures, what it looks like when you change over from a sole trader to a partnership or a company or a trust. Big one is when to register for GST, what your invoice should look like, what you can claim for tax, employing staff, and it runs through what you can do for yourself and when to ask for help. And we even run through documentation that you'll need to open a bank account for all the different structures. So it's quite comprehensive. So when we're talking about things like work cover, work cover is different in every single state. So we have included the hyperlinks for where you need to go, depending on which state you're in. We've also got the you know hyperlinks if you're employing staff, so you can go through to the three handy pieces of information you need. Registering for an ABM would take you straight to that website. And it just goes through so much step-by-step step of what you can do. And we go through how much you should charge. It's just a comprehensive guide. So you can just work your way through. And I read some of the feedback about the book was from no idea where to start to I got this in one book and I think some of the elements that you've just described definitely talks to that statement but it's not just a book for people starting out it, it it's also a resource that we will refer to along our business journey as we said it changes and evolves so if you are in an established business what's in the ebook for people who are fairly well advanced in their business journey if, you, if you've been in business for more than 12 months, we go through things like why you need sales and cash in your business. They're, like, they're the two pillars of a successful business. We talk through getting your invoices out as fast as possible, getting your money in as fast as possible. Don't spend it before you earn it. And we also work through, like I said, the employing staff, the documentation you need and how long you should keep that and all the links are contained in the book. Fantastic. It sounds like definitely a go-to for business owners and entrepreneurs or anyone even just thinking of starting a side project. Definitely a key resource. Kitchen table empires. I love it. So Bromlin, I'd love to talk now about your key services, ways that you help 
business owners and your business packages. Anything else that you'd like to highlight for anyone listening who might think, oh yes, that's me. I need help with that. Or what about this? And then how your business packages work. So packages designed for every single client. So every package is tailored to what the client's needs are. So our business packages cover things in compliance, such as bookkeeping, FAS, tax planning and tax. We have bookkeeping packages only, and they would cover things such as payroll and super, plus reconciling the zero file for the clients. And we also have the strategy sessions. Now, these, they're actually my personal favourite. These are the ones that I love doing because they are so raw and vulnerable. We get to work through with business owners what their professional and personal goals are over the next few years. So we work through what they want to achieve, you know, in the next 12 months. And we go through how are you going to know you've hit that goal what we what KPIs we're going to put in place and what their reward is for hitting that goal. So it's a really good process because we get people emailing or phoning going, I've I've hit my goal, I'm now going to get my reward. So it's a really wonderful process. And quite often in these sessions as well, like with with the clients, it's ended up being really 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 emotional and people break down and they sort of go oh I didn't think I'd ever tell anyone else this and so mm. we go through and we work out how we can what steps we can do and what we can do in the business to give them back more time to make more money to buy that house to get that upgrade their car so we work through these things with people and help them achieve those goals and seeing people do that is it's it's just something that blows you away when they do it because it just means that they were able to take that on board and take it to heart and they want a better life and they want to do things better for themselves and their family so I suppose really that's that's why we do it getting to that personal level to how you've described that because I think a lot of the time for business owners if they're so in the business it can be hard to take that step back. A strategy session like that would be very helpful, um, allow people to take that step back from that day-to-day and look more of that helicopter view, I suppose. Yeah. So what advice, Bronwyn, would you have uh, for someone starting a business right now based on your experience? You mentioned there's an upward trend of uh, less stress, greater flexibility, and people doing more of what they enjoy. And so what advice would you have for someone listening today thinking, yes, I'm finally going to give that a go? Probably my biggest piece of advice is you will make mistakes and Mm -hmm. it's those things like when we make a mistake, you might have those horror moments, but pick up the phone, call someone straight away. I'm really someone who dislikes conflict. However, you do need to stand up for yourself and put in place boundaries like boundaries are so important for you so not only for taking time off but also for your own mental health so you need to know when to say no to people there'll be times in the business when you question why are you doing this or if you're good enough to keep doing this and what if I do make a complete mess of this this is normal like it's so normal to have doubts but you've just got to keep going Mm. Absolutely. I can probably relate to all of those things that you just said. <laughs> Interestingly <laughs> enough. <laughs> Amazing. I think we all can. Yeah, definitely. 
in varying degrees as well I think we were chatting about how you help your clients they set their goals and then break them down into those mini targets Bromwyn your goals for the rest of this year what is one personal goal and one professional goal and my personal goal is I have just enrolled in an eight week so I'm not sure how much sitting I'm going to be doing over the next week because it's going to be, I think it's going to be quite a painful exercise over the next week or two until we get used to using muscles again that haven't been used for a while. And my professional goal is I've just completed, there was an amazing Sepepa course which was offered earlier this year and I've finished my accreditation and that allows us to engage in advanced estate planning with our clients now and we're going to roll this out over the next few months this is just ensuring that all our clients have all their ducks in a row because there's things like if you are a single director in a company and something happens to you that company can't trade so it's just putting things in place so that there's either the successor director um we know that the company can continue to trade. If they have staff, the staff can continue to be paid and just making sure that people are thinking about the bigger picture. Congratulations. That's definitely something very valuable to add as an option for your client. It is, yeah. That's definitely a very motivating personal goal. <laughs> I like that. Thank you for sharing that with us. And thank you for joining me today and sharing your wealth of knowledge. And I feel like we've only just really just touched on the bare basics of of your knowledge and experience and, and what you can offer definitely check out the ebook kitchen table empires and also the website so Bronwyn where can we find you your socials where we can connect with you and your website where we can find out more about your services and also read about some of your uh, client testimonial our website is www dot cloudhouse dot consulting there's no dot com no dot com au insta is cloudhouse underscore consulting and facebook is the same cloudhouse consulting we are more than happy to have an initial insight session with any clients and talk through what their business needs are see if we're a fit and if we can help in any way Thank you so much again for joining me on the show for your Saturday morning. I've certainly learned a lot and I'm really looking forward to diving into your book. And I can already tell there'll be so many relevant things to myself. I'm super excited to get that on my reading list. And yeah, it's been amazing chatting with you. I hope you enjoy the rest of your weekend. I will. Thanks. You too, Hayley. Thanks, Bronwyn. Thank you so much for listening to the show. If you've enjoyed this episode, please head over and give us a rating and a review. Join the community and follow us on our official Instagram at Be The Girl Podcast. And also check out our sister site and Instagram and home of the podcast, The Daily Pretty, a knowledge and empowerment platform that has interviews, brand features, and a range of amazing reads across career, business, and lifestyle. Our online store and and all of the podcast details. Sign up to our newsletter to stay in the loop and for 10% off your purchases. Thank you so much and I look forward to speaking to you again soon for the next episode of Be The Girl podcast.